I would say the key to success for an entrepreneur is consistency. I really feel if you are passionate about what you're doing, be consistent with it because I feel like people, when they don't get the result they want, they immediately go to something else. Oh, I'm gonna be a realtor, I'm gonna be this, I'm gonna be that. No, be consistent with what you're passionate about. It will work. Those words of advice were from Monique Wilson de Briano, the co-founder of Charleston Gourmet Burger, a company that was founded in Charleston, South Carolina. After trying different recipes at cookouts with her family and friends, Monique and her husband, Chevalo Wilson de Briano, created a hamburger marinade that blew their guests away. The burgers were so good that they decided to try and sell them and form the Charleston Gourmet Burger Company. Welcome to the Who's on the Move SC podcast. I am your host, Alan Cooper. The Who's on the Move SC podcast, highlighting entrepreneurs making an impact in our communities, is made possible with the support of NP Strategy, a strategic communications firm comprised of former journalists, political insiders, and public relations executives. Learn more at npstrategy.com. We also appreciate the support of the Charleston chapter of Entrepreneurs Organization also known as EO. They are a global organization of 14,000 plus leading entrepreneurs. If you are interested in learning more, visit eocharleston.com. Memberships are available for businesses owners from the Midlands of South Carolina to the coast, and also the Riley Institute at Furman University. The Richard W. Riley Institute advances social and economic progress in South Carolina and beyond by building leadership for a diverse society hosting expert speakers to broaden perspectives on critical issues, supporting public education, and creating knowledge through community solutions-focused research. And also Nephron Pharmaceuticals, a West Columbia, South Carolina-based company that produces safe, affordable, generic inhalation solutions and suspension products. Monique, let me start off by asking whether you are an intentional or an accidental entrepreneur. I have been an entrepreneur my entire life. My grandparents were entrepreneurs and when I was little, I grew up watching them build their business. So I didn't know the word entrepreneur, but I knew I would always have a business. I knew I would always grow up and work for myself. Tell us about your background. Where are you from? I grew up in a small town in New Jersey, Asbury Park, New Jersey, and I always had big dreams of going and seeing a, a big city. I, I, I definitely loved the South. I was always drawn to the South. So I knew that I was going to grow up and leave New Jersey. Um, I graduated from high school in Neptune and immediately I wanted to go out and pursue this entrepreneurial passion of mine and so I went to cosmetology school I had hopes of opening hair salons all across the United States um, as life would have it it was not that easy to do <laughs> so I ended up taking um, taking jobs here and there um, I believe it's when I worked for Lowe's Home Improvement as a manager that I really developed a passion for retail and I was really good at it. I loved every aspect of retail. 
little did I know that that was actually preparing me for my entrepreneurial journey. Um, it was really giving me all the tools that I needed. Um, it's just funny how life is. It, it gives you what you need. You know, you may not understand it at the time, but you're really getting pieces of your puzzle. What are the origins of the Charleston Gourmet Burger Company? Our company, Charleston Gourmet Burger Company, was founded in our backyard. Um, we call it our accidental business because at the time, we weren't really looking to start a business. My husband and I love hamburgers. Uh, our first date was at McDonald's. And so it, this is something that came naturally for us. We decided to host a barbecue for our family and friends in our backyard. And um, they love the hamburgers that we put together. And I just thought we should sell these. We should make this a business. And that is how our business started. It was really just us doing something that we loved. People started to like it. And we said, okay, we're gonna go for this. We're gonna see if we can turn into a business. And that was the one thing that stuck. All of these years, I had been trying to have a business so many different things and they didn't work and this one business that's kind of like not even really you know supposed to be a business just took off and it really just organically grew and within a few years we were nationwide with our business what are some early wins in terms of channels for your product my husband and I created a list when we first started Charleston Gourmet Burger Company. We were very clear of the vision of the company. We knew what we wanted to do. Um, we knew we wanted to be in retail. We knew which retailers we wanted to be in. Uh, we, made a, we made a dream list, as we called it. And so by any means necessary, <laughs> we were getting our product in retail. And so um, I like to tell the story of how we actually got in Walmart. Um, we had been contacting them for, and I mean months, and we were getting told, no, we're not interested. We, were, we would send emails. Sometimes they would get returns, sometimes they wouldn't, but we would apply through their, automatic, their automated process. And um, we were told no several times. And so a friend of mine, um, got invited to a meeting for Walmart. She's a physician and she got invited and she sent me her email and she said, did you know about this meeting in Atlanta? And I said, no. And so I looked at the email. It was everyone that I had been trying to get in touch with was on this email. So I sent it to my husband and I'm like, man, this is going to be a great meeting. Never thinking that we could go. And my husband says, we're, get we're getting in. He emails the people. He's like, we didn't receive our itinerary. And they email us back. And we, we're like, now we have, we have an end to this meeting. So we go, it's in Atlanta, Georgia. We ended up going, having to take our kids because our kids had a teacher's work day. And so um, and we're in this meeting. We have no place being there. We've lied now to get into, we weren't invited. And so we sit through their whole meeting they're having. And at the end, the person says, if you have any questions, come up. And so my husband says, this is it. So I'm like, what's it? He's like, we're going up. And we make our way to the microphone and my husband starts doing a whole presentation at the microphone. He's pulling sauce out of his pants and he's like showing them the products. And when he stopped talking, everyone that we had been trying to get in touch with pulled out a card and they were like, we want you in Walmart. 
and they were so impressed <laughs> that at his presentation. And that is how um, we really got into retail. You know, we were able to get into Walmart um, and we did very well. We were featured vendors for Walmart for many, many years. We would travel to different events with them. Um, other retailers would see different stories about us and were like, oh, but they're in that store. Okay, well, we want them in ours. And really, that is how we grew. Um, we ended up getting picked up by Costco. We did a Facebook Live, and someone from QVC saw the live. And they, they sent us an email through Facebook and said, would you guys like to be on QVC? We were like, uh, yeah. <laughs> And that started us on QVC. And so really, I would say it was leverage. You know, we hooked that first big fish. And after that, it was kind of like, I don't want to say it was easy, but we had the visibility in the marketplace. People knew who we were. We were starting to disrupt some things. And that's really how we became successful in retail. Tell us about your product and how your product selection has evolved over time. So initially, we were making hamburgers with a marinade concoction that we made up in our yard. We would infuse the, uh, the beef with the marinade that we created. And so originally, our idea was to just keep selling these hamburgers. But people would call us. We started at the farmer's markets here in Charleston. People would call us after the market and say, Oh my goodness, I was just in Charleston. I had that hamburger. I can't stop thinking about it. But I'm in Michigan. I'm in, you know, Chicago. They would be all over, but they wanted our hamburger and we didn't have a way to get it to them. And so I said to my husband, we need to bottle the marinade, the seasoning, the way we make the hamburgers, and that's going to be the product because they could get meat wherever they are. We need to bottle that product it's shelf stable and that's what we did so our marinade was our first product and we rolled that out and then we followed it up with a sauce which is our, you know our condiment to top the hamburgers and then years later we actually developed the fully cooked hamburger line that people can just pop in the microwave what is your focus in 2021 one thing that the pandemic showed us was the power of e-commerce with people having to be locked in their houses um, and not and not wanting to go out as much. People really started relying on the Internet and ordering their groceries online. And for us, we had been heavy retail. So we really have decided to really, really go full force with our e-commerce. So our website. Um, we are now joining forces with Amazon and our products will be available to ship not, I mean, all over the world. So we're going to do United States, but we are any place Amazon is, our products will be available. And so that's really exciting for us because um, it's not, it's, it's definitely not um, something that, you know, it, was, it wasn't top of our list before. Retail was our bread and butter, but now, um, you know, 2020 really showed us that e-commerce is it. <laughs> and so we're really, really excited to join forces with Amazon and, um, you know, venture down this e-commerce road. What is the biggest obstacle that you have had to overcome? I get asked 
um, what is what has been our biggest obstacle a lot of times and I always find it difficult to answer and the reason being I feel like I'm wired a little differently um, I never really look at anything as an obstacle um, you know I kind of in my mind the way I see things it's kind of like if you're driving down a road and they're doing construction on that road, you just have to find another route. <laughs> so that's kind of the way I look at it. Um, I never really can think of a time where there was something in our way and we couldn't break through it. It was just finding a different way to, do, to go around and we always have gotten to our goal. And so, I um and I think it's just the way I'm wired. I don't feel like we've ever really had any huge obstacles that have stopped us from being successful. It may have taken us a little longer <laughs> to get there, but we haven't had anything that has stopped us from being successful. Talk to us about starting and growing a business in Charleston, South Carolina. We feel like Charleston is such a gem. It really is. Um, for us, and you know, my husband and I talk about this a lot, we really don't feel like we could have started this business and have, had it have the success anyplace else. We really don't. Um, Charleston has been and continues to be a key factor of our success. Um, people gravitate to us when they find out we're from Charleston. Um, it, it has such a charm. When we first started our business, people wanted to help us. They wanted to help us. Um, we were getting introductions. You know, people were, were, were trying to tell us, you know, introduce us to different, um, you know, entities. And being from New York, I started several businesses. I never had that happen. Like I didn't have like a, a team of people championing behind me saying, oh, I want to help you. Oh, let me introduce you to this person. Oh, this person's really great at this. I didn't have that happen in New York. And I was there for many, many years. Um, in Charleston, it was like instant. We would get emails every day. Oh, you have to come to this event. I want to introduce you to this person. So for us, I know that we would not be where we are today without Charleston, without living in Charleston, without starting our business in Charleston. Um, so much so, I mean, our name is Charleston Gourmet Burger Company. And when we thought about the name, nothing felt right. Nothing else felt right. That felt right. This is where our business was born. This is what continues to keep us successful is being in Charleston and we're so, Proud. We're so proud to be from Charleston. And Monique, this is the last question, one that I have been asking many of our entrepreneur guests. In one word, what is the key to success for an entrepreneur? I would say the key to success for an entrepreneur is consistency. I really feel if you are passionate about what you're doing, be consistent with it because I feel like people, when they don't get the result they want, they immediately go to something else. Oh, I'm going to be a realtor. I'm going to be this. I'm going to be that. No, be consistent with what you're passionate about. It will work. It may not work tomorrow. It may not work next week. You may not be, you know, but you will get there if you are 
having that consistent effort and you're working at it and you don't give up, it will pay off. Be consistent and that that is what I see so many people's downfall is, is they're not consistent and they give up too soon.